Welcome, everybody, to the Sandy and Mandy Show. It's Sandy. It's Mandy. Hey, y'all. How are y'all doing? Happy Pride. Happy birthday, gay people. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we're gay as fuck. Today, we will be talking about our queer experiences again, because y'all are nosy. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Just (laughs) because... We want to bring in queer content for anybody who wants to listen and learn more about us. Yeah, I don't feel like we even have enough queer content for the people. So in honor of Pride Month, we're going to be talking about our little gay selves. (laughs) I love it. Have you actually ever been to Pride, like Pride parades and stuff? In your city. Oh my gosh. Dude, <laughs> yes. Like I would go to Pride like a bunch in high school. And I was like, yeah, I'm just like an ally. I'm just Yo. like a really like <laughs> Me too. I'm like, I'm straight. I'm team straight or whatever. But bitches at Pride knew I was gay as fuck as hell. See, everybody around me like knew I was gay, but I really thought that I was gonna be straight for my whole life. But thinking back into my childhood, it was like, bitch, you were, you were never that. <laughs> yes, let's speak on it. Yeah. So, would you like to go first on your your queerness? Yeah, I can. I didn't discover my queer identity until I would say after high school, to be honest. And that is so crazy because it's late. But at the same time, I don't mind. I don't think I would have been able to handle coming out when I was in school where I was because I really hated where I grew up. (laughs) The first person I had a crush on was my first girlfriend. We were just friends at first. What's happening? Now you're chasing your cat. Oh, you turn the screen off. I'm too distracted. insane (laughs) but continue it was at beach goth fest oh my god so fucking long ago and we were just chilling the first day and then we're like drinking and i'm smoking and then i realized like damn this chick is mad pretty and she's really cool she has really good taste and she's mad caring and then it was just like i'm really feeling her energy and i want her at that point we were just getting along getting to know each other and then we ended up dating And yeah, that was the first queer experience I've ever had. What about you? So I'm also pretty similar to Sandy. I didn't realize I was, or I didn't accept really (laughs) that I was gay until also after high school. A lot of my friends were gay. I was just like, yeah, no, I'm just like a really like passionate like ally. Like I just love all my friends and like, I just really feel them. (laughs) And I think the first time I ever even felt sexual attraction I was three or four and my dad turned on Charlie's Angels. And I remember watching that movie and it was the Charlie's Angels with Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and Lucy Liu. The good one. Oh my God, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I just remember watching that as a little kid and I just felt such, I didn't even know what that feeling was, but it was a very intense, like sexual as feeling. From that point on, I went to preschool and I just had very intense I guess, crushes on girls, but I didn't know it was a crush just because, you know, everybody's teaching you to be straight or like assuming everybody's straight. So I was just like, oh yeah, I'm supposed to like boys. I would like Mm -hmm. choose which boy I would like. (laughs) 
with like real attraction, you kind of just like feel it towards a person. But what I was doing was I was like looking for who I could choose like to like, even though I didn't actually like them, but I was like convincing myself mm, that like I did. I, because Yeah, I did that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that I was queer until also, I think later than you actually, because I didn't come out until last year. I guess I'm like still a baby gay, (laughs) but also at the same time, like not baby gay still. Because even though it's only been like over a year, um, I've had some experiences. I think I really accepted or opened up to the possibility of me being queer. Because every time I'd be like intoxicated on drugs, just like, damn, like, why do I want to make out with like (laughs) people that aren't men? And like, why am I enjoying myself so much more with people that aren't men, cis men specifically? It's definitely a very enlightening (laughs) and just a very freeing experience realizing and accepting who you are. Because for a lot of my life, I just really thought not for a lot of my life for like the first 19 20 years of my life I thought that I was you know gonna go through the traditional the traditional roles of being in a cishet relationship marrying a man and then after accepting that I was queer I really had to deconstruct a lot of the conditioning (laughs) that we've had to grow up in and so it takes time to unlearn a lot of like heteronormative ideals and I feel like I'm at a spot now to where I don't think I could ever marry a man. And so, yeah, I identify as queer because I think that's just a pretty... Like, all-encompassing way of explaining and exploring your sexuality? Yes. Yeah, I'm the same way. I identify as queer. I just like what I like, but I have a lot of standards and boundaries for who deserves to be the love of my life or lovers. I'm just like into the energy of people and their own, just like who they are as a person individually, you know, like how they carry themselves. I think it does literally all come down to the energy because that's really the only thing that matters, honestly. It's true, yeah, because I feel like our souls are immortal, but the outside appearance and the beauty is all a facade. (laughs) Yeah, the aesthetic, ugh. Okay, so in high school, I was always friends with the gay people. We just always have a closer bond, and obviously it's because I'm queer and they knew, probably. And then I moved to New York, and this is also when I discovered my non-binary identity after like a year. And it makes sense because anytime I was with a male and I was dating somebody that was a male, like I really never hated myself as much as I did when I was in a relationship with a male. It was completely incompatible on so many levels. And yeah, anyways, I met my best friends in New York and... I was also hanging out with straight people at that time too. Because basically, when you're 19, you just hang out with fucking anybody. I realized that, you know what? I don't know why I can't bring my straight friends around my gay friends without feeling uncomfortable. And that's when I basically let go of my straight friends at that time. I'm not saying all straight people are bad or whatever. But it's just like, I don't fuck with transphobic comments. I don't fuck with misgendering. It's just a lot of things that I won't accept. And I don't want to bring that energy into the queer community. So then that's when I just had to drop mad people and create a safer space for the queers and myself. And that's when I discovered just more about how queerness has affected my identity and my art and my lifestyle. It's just very, very freeing, especially with being non-binary and all too. 
just the way that they think I feel like is so unlocked because of like the trauma that great people experience anywhere. Like Sandy said, I feel like when I was 19, I was really was just hanging out with like anybody. I don't know what it is about that age, but <laughs> um, I think it's just because you're still figuring yourself out and like the people around you, you don't even really know them like that. And yeah, but I also really uh, relate to what you said about not really wanting to bring your straight friends around your gay friends. And I feel like it's just because with cishet people... They really just are from my experiences. Let's just say that. I don't want to say all of them. From what I've seen, they really just only center themselves and they don't seem to really care about other identities and other people and just a lot of homophobic ass comments. And I also had to let go of like a whole ass like friend group because I just like I shouldn't feel uncomfortable bringing certain people around my gay friends. And I just shouldn't feel that type of disconnect. And whenever you really step into your queerness and what you really want to surround yourself with and what you don't want to put up with anymore... What I found is that like pretty much all of my friends now are are queer (laughs) and I feel like with cishet people, number one, they just live in a whole different world. I mean, if y'all have seen like dating shows, like the cishet dating shows, bruh, like (laughs) it's a little wild to see how like their minds work when it comes to dating and just a lot of toxic, very undeveloped and very possessive and just very, yeah, so rushed. Like I'm still having to unlearn like a lot of heteronormative ideals and the conditioning that was put upon us as we grew up yeah with the straight friends that i had in the past it was more so they were really focused on clout back then (laughs) and and making money which okay making money like that's fine but the way they were thinking was just so narrow-minded to me and i was just like i don't want to be here anymore even going to straight parties mm, no They are not the same as a queer party. People are like protecting the wall, standing there, like trying to look cool, not talking to anybody. Like if you don't have something to your name, they don't care about you. And it's just like, bro, it's too divided for me. Yeah, it just doesn't feel as free. (laughs) I think being friends with a lot of cishet girls, they just love male validation. Yeah, centering men. And let me just tell you right now, Bitches who crave male validation, bitches who will do anything for a man are not going to be good friends to you. And so that's honestly why I've distanced myself from a lot of them. These men, most of the time, are underdeveloped and unhealed, and they're going through toxic masculinity. They're just going to treat you like an object, to be honest. Like, they really don't care. They care about themselves from the relationships that I have been in. Yeah, all of my relationships with men have literally been them not respecting me, them only thinking about themselves. Basically, yeah, just treating me like shit. (laughs) We're talking about cishet men, too. Yeah. Yeah, cishet men. In my queer parties, the energy's there. People are just having a good time. Like, no one's really watching each other. We're just there to fucking party. Like, hello. (laughs) We're here to have fun. The fuck? I don't think the vibrations for me and cishet people are so aligned. It's, like, at a different frequency. I don't want to be around people that I have to teach the basic bare minimums to. I'm not going to put myself there. Exactly. Like, I should not be having to teach you empathy. Like, please. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just feel like I don't really resonate 
with cishet people like that anymore. Well, I feel like we should talk about how being queer has shifted our reality. I feel like I'm a completely different bitch after really stepping into my queer identity and my non-binary identity because I just really feel like me now. Like I truly feel like I don't have any type of limits anymore and I don't feel like I have to live up to these stupid ass expectations that were placed upon us. And I've really found my style and my queer identity because when I was straight, when I look back at those pictures, I can tell that I was trying so hard to be who I am now. But I wasn't letting go of a lot of things. Like I wasn't letting go of judgments. I was just fearing a lot because I was confused, but I got out. Yeah, I think what was a hurdle for me with coming out was more so thinking about my parents and like how they would react to me possibly being gay. And yeah, for the longest time, like, cause even in high school, I'd be like, am I? No, no, I'm not. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, uh, I just don't even want to deal with like coming out to my parents. And so like, I just really suppressed it for a while until I was like 20. And I feel like I suppressed it so much that it would only come out or like it would come out <laughs> in bursts when I would be like intoxicated or when I'd be like on drugs or something. And then once I finally accepted it and once I had like queer experiences, I was like, oh, so this is how it feels to actually like somebody. <laughs> because with my relationships with cishet men, like it was never really hard for me to get over them. <laughs> and I, I always just felt really detached with them in a way, like towards the end of the relationship. And it just feels very, very different for me being with a man compared to being with a non-man. Yeah, I just, I realized how much more fulfilling relationships can feel and be for me. And it's pretty fucking shocking because after like, I guess my mm -hmm. first serious queer, I guess, situationship experience with somebody, I don't even know how to describe that. But <laughs> after that, I was like, damn, my relationships with men was literally like, it was nothing. Like that was like child's play <laughs> compared yeah. to how much deeper and how much more fulfilling uh, my queer relationships have been. And so thank God yeah. I found the light. Bro, yes. Because with men, they don't even give you the bare minimum. Honestly, every relationship I've had with a man has ended in a lot of vindictive actions. And I didn't fucking do anything like... Yeah, like whenever I was in relationships with men, they were just like competitive and like jealous of me. Do you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> they wanted to use me for sure. Like not only yeah. for the box, but for my fucking talent. Like, damn. I feel like with every relationship I've been in with a man, they've always benefited out of that way more than I did. <laughs> like every single time. I feel like every time I fucked with a man, I got finessed. Like it's just... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what is so like infuriating about that too is because I didn't even actually like them for real like I was just being in these relationships because I thought that that was what I was supposed to do like I was supposed to right. find a man be in a long-term relationship with them because long-term means successful which is really how I think straight people look at relationships because I felt like growing up, I was just accepting all these toxic ass behaviors and engaging in toxic behaviors with men because I just thought that's how it's supposed to be. And the whole time, they're literally disrespecting me like the entire fucking time. From my experiences and what I've learned, I just 
I, I don't think I could ever be that close to a man like that, like ever again because of the trauma. And just from my observations from every man I've seen, friendship or like romantic relationship. I agree with you because at the same time, if even the man is like a good guy or whatever the fuck, like that don't mean his whole group is good. And I need to make sure that everybody around me is good. Like we're on the same page. And with men, the men that are quote unquote good, oh yeah, he's a good dude. Or like, oh yeah, he's a good guy. With those men, they usually have a bunch of friends that are pretty shitty and they're just very, uh, what's the word? Complicit with their friends Mm, and they turn a blind eye to a lot of things that their friends do. And for some reason, men are just so willing to look over horrible ass behaviors from their friends just because, oh yeah, that's my bro. Like that's my bro for life. And that's just how they like work and maneuver. And I can't really get on with that. I've tried being cool with guys and I used to be friends with like a bunch of cishet guys before. Yeah, you you were there with me whenever I still was. And I tried to be cool with them, but after a while, it's just like, bro, like I can't even be close to y'all because if I'm associating with y'all, I'm literally going against everything that I stand for. It's just very contradicting. And ever since I distanced myself away from cishet men, like life has gotten a lot better. I don't have to fucking check them all the time because that's another thing. I've like every time I was close to a cishet guy, I always had to check them with something and they'll act like they understand yada yada. But really, they're just going to censor themselves around me. But whenever they're around their other friends, they're going to just still act the way they want to act. And so it's just it's just not genuine. And it's just that's just not the energy I want in my relationships anymore. Yeah, I'm through with that. (laughs) Yeah. So off that, let's like go back to the queerness and talk about like what we... I don't want to say expect, but what we share and have in our queer relationships now, like what are the things that we focus on in queerness as opposed to everything that we've been through for the first like 19 years? It's been a complete switch. I don't know. I feel like it's so life-changing and it's all happened that I don't even know how to explain it. I don't even know where to begin. Within the queer community, there's just an abundance of great artists and people that we resonate more with. It's just more free. Like, I feel like the friends I have now, the energy is just different. I feel like since we're queer, there's a certain level of us, there's a certain level of all of us just really not giving a fuck. Because being queer in itself, like, we know that we're going to face some type of shit in society. Being queer is a rebellion, or there's another way to say it. It's just like an act against the norm. It's taboo. (laughs) Ha ha ha. I mean, it's true. So why I fuck with the queers as well is because there's substance in like all of our conversations and all of our interests. We talk about spirituality. We talk about tarot. We talk about food. We talk about self-care, you know, how to have good habits. And it's just interesting content. We talk about a lot of art. Like I fucking love queer art and queer artists and queer cinema queer music there's just a very high level of respect that i have for queer artists because it really is just different (laughs) yeah it comes from a different place and i feel like queer artists really pour their whole ass selves their whole heart into their art because they have no other way to express it i mean that's how it is with me yeah it's very raw and there's lots of substance and intention and pain yeah it's like a rebirth So being in queer relationships have, oh my God, just it's a whole different other dynamic than cishet relationships with men. Because number one, after your first queer relationship, you really start to realize like, damn, like... (laughs) 
<laughs> the relationships I was in before, I was getting treated like dog shit. Like, <laughs> like they really did not give a fuck because it's really just little actions like them getting me food without me having to ask them just showing that they care in a bunch of little and observant ways that I haven't really felt before. Yeah, I feel like just being with cishet men, the standards are like in hell, like to be very honest. (laughs) I feel like I just felt so much more cared for within my queer relationships and the communication too. The communication is a lot better. I mean, it depends what queer person you're entangled with of course i've had really 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 bad queer friendship fallouts that have scarred me so just be aware of the energy just because someone's queer doesn't mean they're a good person either it's really about the inside that's uh, another thing um just because people are queer doesn't mean that they're necessarily a good person and we've learned that the hard way (laughs) this is all we're going to share today for the queer content hope you enjoyed what we had to say thank y'all for listening see you next week Bye. Bye. Love y'all.